watched that show downstairs yeah. uh, tonight about Zac Efron. Yeah. And down to earth. And like in it, he's like shaking the chef's hand. Yeah. No, 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 don't, 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 don't. Yeah, I was like, oh no, he's going to shake his he's, hand. He's going to die. Man, what was it like before quarantine? Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Like, what was it like to be free and just to frolic around and have no worries? To shake people's hands and, yeah, and to like, see their whole faces. Yeah, it's just such a weird time. Who would want to go back to that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> pretty impressive we went what 70 or 80 days straight of just a podcast every single day during quarantine it's pretty good all right welcome mary seat of wisdom to mary seat of wisdom quarantine i'm father tim this is father Derek. isn't that great <laughs> where like, are we going formal. yeah where are we going with this i don't know we're just hanging out at 9 30 p.m doing a little back-to-back yep podcasting i got in front of me a nice woodford reserve double barrel bourbon Sipping on that. Father Derek is not. Nothing he in has issues. Nothing in this temple. Alright, so what, what, what are we talking about? It's the summer. Summer's ending, right? Isn't that crazy? So it's August? It's already August. Yeah, I know. When you think of summer, what do you think about? When I think of summer, I think about sun's out, guns out. I like your, uh, your goat t-shirt. Yeah. Father Tim's got a, what is that called? Tank top. A tank top with a pic- big picture of Jesus. And Jesus is like all in his glory, like smiling. Oh, yeah. It's his goat on it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know why it's his goat? Well, greatest of all time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, it's a great t shirt. So, whenever I bike or I like go for a really long run, I'll wear it. <laughs> <laughs> and like some people are like, oh, yeah. And other people are like, what's wrong with that guy? What's right with that guy? <laughs> I think of uh, I think of summer in Chicago. I think of Taste of Chicago. Oh, nice! Did you ever go there when you were a kid? Actually, no, I've never been. You've never been to Taste of Chicago. I don't like crazy crowds. Like, it is that, weird like, when you think about it. Like people just like are in. I, it's not that I don't like crowds. It's that I don't like hordes of people who don't care about anyone, <laughs> and all they want is to eat and to like <laughs> they'll plow over you and like push you aside to get food. That's really harsh. It's like people people are monsters at the taste oh of Chicago. Oh my gosh, Father Tim. You're supposed to be like the optimistic peppy one. <laughs> I guess when it comes to this, when it comes to crowds, and one of the worst kinds of crowds... Uh-oh. Brunchers. Hmm. People who go to brunch. Like on a Sunday. Okay. People who go out to brunches. Like they're in... Like people are crazy when they go out to brunch on Sundays. <laughs> Like, do you have a? Do you want to tell screaming, a story? Kids are fighting. Like this, it's the least favorite uh, shift. A waitress or a waiter or people who work in restaurants across the board. It is common knowledge that chefs and waitresses hate above all things people who go to brunch. Why is that? People Other are, than the kids, people are snarky in the morning. People who go to brunch usually like order insanely specific things like different types of eggs and like food like brunch foods that it has to be perfect and it's just no one wants to deal with that in the morning (laughs) 
Isn't that crazy? I think it's crazy that you have like thought about this. So I have much. a hatred for people who go to brunch. <laughs> I bet you there's a lot of people who agree with you, though. <laughs> Is it because a lot specific. of brunch people are eating breakfast so late because they were up so late? I don't know, yeah. <laughs> and they just want yeah. their Bloody Mary and their breakfast. It could be. Above all, when it comes to crowds, the worst kind of crowds are brunch people. Well... Back to the taste of yeah, Chicago. Yeah, what are we talking about? Okay, yeah. All right, go ahead. I grant you that it is a weird concept when you really think about it. A lot of people outside in the heat, like 100, 100 degrees, you're wearing like your work clothes, you're eating a turkey leg, getting all nasty, or corn on the cob or something. Yeah, yeah. And like, all you do is walk around from place to place and eat. Like, that's what we do for tradition? That's weird. But yeah. there, are, there are other traditions too, like... The Chicago Cubs. The Cubs are seven and two now. I know you don't care, but I care. Sports ball, man. <laughs> Your eyes glaze over a little bit, like you <laughs> completely indifferent whenever I talk about something like this. You pretend like you care. My eyes don't glaze over. Something happens in your brain where you just shut down completely. <laughs> I can tell. There's a moment. There's a moment. That's so funny because you are definitely not the first person who said that. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like in seminary, there, there was a couple of guys who are like, where they know I'm just not paying yeah, attention. Right. I'm just exactly. like shut out or I'm like thinking about something else. Why are you looking at me? I'm, just, I'm, I'm waiting for the podcast to start. I am too. <laughs> so wait, why were you talking about the summer? Why because you- it's ending and I want to like, you know, you have to memorialize moments. You can't just like let them pass yeah. or else... You're always in want. So it's important to like, you know, mourn the loss of something and prepare for the beginning of something else. So how does the church, how does the church like celebrate the end of summer? How does the church? Does it? Do you know how the church celebrates the end of summer? Fireworks. So the church does in a way. And this goes all the way back to like the ancient church with what were called ember days. You ever heard of ember days? No, because you're making this up. I am not making it up. I wrote a bulletin article on it once, so take that. When it's in the bulletin, it is so true. It is gold. (laughs) No, the Ember Days are, uh, they used to be in the old church calendar, but they're still celebrated now. Actually, they're making a comeback with, like, Catholic hipsters. (laughs) Like, Catholic hipsters who want to kind of bring back some of the uh, kind of ancient traditions that were lost through the ages. And so one of those things is the Ember Days. There are four Ember Days throughout the year. Um, Ember Days celebrate the end and the changing of the four seasons so it originally had to do with uh farmers and agricultural people who they wanted god to bless the next season of crops or whatever they were going to be growing in that next season and ask for a bountiful harvest so it's very it was very like it was very green it was green before green was a thing they were uh held in four different parts of the year summer spring fall and that the one with the snow, <laughs> which won't be named in the spring, usually the Ember Day falls around Ash Wednesday. So Ash Wednesday is when you would like do a day of penance to um, usher in the season of spring. In the winter, it would be around St. Lucy's Feast Day, usually on St. Lucy's Feast Day when you would celebrate the Ember Day of winter. Feast Day of the Holy Cross would be in the fall and then in the summer it would be Pentecost. That's quite early. I feel like... Summer, it, ushering, ushering in the summer. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. So the next one that will be coming up is the Feast of the Holy Cross. So basically, I just love that because it shows the... Not only is the church 
about the religious stuff, but the church even wants to usher in nature and make the seasons a part of the life of the church. I think that's awesome. I like that. So Ember Days, bring them back. Bring them back. Bring them back. So Pope Francis wrote a whole encyclical, a whole document on just uh, ecological awareness. The care of God's creation. Yeah, the care of God's creation. So I would say Ember Days is very Laudato Si. So I think Pope Francis would be totally in favor of that. Isn't that cool? You're so full of interesting things. No, I'm full of bourbon. No, bourbon and interesting things. All right, any shout outs? Shout out to uh, all the teens who came to the teen mass last last Sunday. Yeah, it was a good number of them. It was a great great number of them. And I... Uh, we fl- we basically flooded the sign up. So yeah, I told all, <laughs> me and uh, Helen Megali. Helen Megali told all the teens to just sign up for the 11 a.m. mass. So they <laughs> they flooded it all at once. As long as they show up, they did. If most you of them sign up, show up. Yeah. Well, I definitely saw the sign up for the teens, <clears throat> and I will say most of them signed up, but some of them didn't show up. And I know who you are. Are you threatening our listeners? I didn't threaten, I just stated a fact. Yeah, but in a threatening way. You know me, I'm very threatening. Consider yourself threatened. Yeah. Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.